Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about recycling. Okay, I'll admit it, it might not be the sexiest of podcast topics, but it is something that is incredibly important. Coming up today, we'll be looking at the journey that our waste goes on from local neighbourhood drop-off points to massive industrial-scale processing plants. We'll also be looking at Catalonia's recycling report card. I think there's maybe a little bit of room for improvement. And chatting about some of the more innovative schemes that are being tried out in order to get us all recycling more. To discuss all that, I'm joined by Christina Tomas-White and Gifrey Jordan. Nice to see you both. Hey, Lorcan. Hi, Lorcan. We're going to start with a little bit of music. Gifrey, this is an ad you were just telling us about. Well, let's have a listen. Cara que siguis de plàstic, si no ets en vas, el groc no hi aniràs. Encara que siguis metàl·lic, si no ets en vas, el groc no hi aniràs. Si no ets un Wow, that's a quite an old ad, like 10 years ago or so. And yeah, it was a campaign called Ambazombas, like package where where do you, do you go? go? Where, where do, do you go, go? container? Where yeah, do you go, yeah, package? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it clearly says that even if you are plastic, you don't go to the uh, um, recycling bin. The yellow, yellow one. The, the yellow, yellow one. Yeah. Only if you are food package, like a bottle or like a Tetra pack or something like that. You know, if you are a piece of plastic, you don't go to, you, like to the yellow Like plastic film or okay. something. Okay. Exactly. And it, 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 you know, it's clearly not a bad campaign because you remember it and you were talking about it Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And recorded. it's quite a lot of years ago. And, you know, I, I love YouTube comments, obviously. And the top <laughs> one is good. It says, <laughs> un bon anunci a pasar del que diguin els haters. Oh. A good a good ad, despite what the haters say. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ten years ago, you'll always find did, haters on the internet. Yeah, though. did we have haters already? Ten years ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, always like, been there. Okay, so that was aimed at getting people to put the right stuff in the yellow bins, and of course here we've got a blue bin for paper, a yellow bin for well those containers and drinks exactly. packaging and things exactly. brown for organic and you know gray for waste and green for glass anyway you're going to test us on this later aren't you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> remember that look. <laughs> right okay so 10 years on from this ad or something has it worked how good is catalonia at recycling Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, we could do better, to be honest. I mean, the amount of waste that we that we sort, let's say, is uh, 45%. That is below the EU average of 50% and below Catalonia's goal for 2020, which was 60%. Okay, ambitious. It's good to have ambitious targets, but like falling yeah. quite a bit short, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, yes. Uh, and especially this campaign that we were listening to, focusing on the yellow bin well, it worked to some extent too, because at the moment now, 26%, one in four tons of waste that goes to the yellow bin goes incorrectly. Right. So work to do. Also. Work to do. But in general, I mean, one positive is that the trend has got much better over time, hasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Slowly but surely. Yeah. 20 years ago, it was 13%. So that was like very far from now. But 10 years ago, we were already at 40%. And in this last decade, we've just progressed from this 40 to 45. Yeah. Uh, Which is actually lower in the Barcelona area. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, 
speaking of the Barcelona area, Christina, you've been investigating exactly the kind of journey that our waste goes on from yeah. where we throw it out or put it in a recycling bin until, you know, it all gets processed and stuff. Let's take a listen. My mom, an early childhood teacher here in Barcelona and the quintessential tree hugger, had a game she used to play with us in the classroom. We'd have to sort, meticulously cleaned, I should note, waste. Tetra pack, cans, and plastic bottles replaced atop a cutout of a yellow recycling bin, cardboard and newspaper on a blue one, glass on a green one. This was long before brown containers for organic waste began to spring up on street corners too. Thus began my quest, over a quarter of a century later, to gauge the state of recycling in Catalonia. How does our system work and how efficient is it? And what about us residents? Has the impending climate crisis been a call to action, encouraging us all to do our part, no matter how small? Or, as I feared, judging by the poorly sorted waste in my local bins, have most people succumbed to apathy? My first stop was at Pumbet in the Catalan capital Sants district, where I met up with Joan Canellas from the council's cleaning and waste management department. Pumbets, literally green points in Catalan, are for items that shouldn't go in recycling bins, like cooking oil, clothes, or old appliances, cosmetics. The list goes on. Barcelona has a network of pumbers scattered across the city. Some are permanent neighborhood fixtures like the one I visited. Others can be found in the back of large vans or trucks that travel to certain areas on particular days, while other larger ones in the outskirts cater to businesses. Things that cannot be treated by public waste companies, like oil or old phones, are taken to authorized private businesses, including job placement charities that sort through old clothes. But only 40% of municipal waste in the Barcelona area, Juan tells me, is prepared to be reused or recycled. This needs to drastically rise over the next two and a half years in order to comply with the EU Waste Framework Directive, which says that at least 55% should be by 2025. Juan seems a bit exasperated by all of this. Right now, everyone has recycling bins by their house, he tells me, and it's getting easier and easier to use the Pumpet network. To him, recycling is a matter of common sense. We should separate ways to be aware of how much we leave behind because natural resources are being depleted. Local authorities in charge of street cleaning and waste collection are only part of the equation. This brought me to my second stop, Ecopark 2 in Moncada y Rachac, one of the Barcelona area's four waste treatment plants where I met with Pascual Café from the Metropolitan Authority on a very windy day. Located outside the Valles County town, with Barcelona's Tibidabo telecommunications tower visible far away in the distance, my first impression is that the place is huge, a small city tucked away from our awareness and yet full of people working day and night to make sure our cities and towns can keep running. My second thought was, it doesn't smell nearly as bad as I was expecting. This particular ecopark, Pascual tells me when giving me a tour of the site, is where everything in the brown organic bins, yellow plastic recycling bins, and gray trash bins from the northern Barcelona area ends up. 
I'm visibly impressed when he tells me that the plant is self-sufficient energy-wise as it makes biogas out of organic material and is even able to put electricity back into the grid for public consumption. I'm mesmerized by the site's intricate production line, or deproduction line, of human and machine-aided waste sorting efforts, where items like cans, glass, or cardboard are retrieved from the gray bin waste and recycled. But I'm also a bit disappointed when Pascual tells me that only 10% or so of this recyclable material is recovered. He also explains that this is far less efficient and far more expensive. Pascual, like Juan, also noted just how far off the Barcelona area is from meeting the EU targets. When I asked him what he thought the solution was, he let out a long sigh. Taking the trash out shouldn't be as anonymous as it is nowadays, he argued, because nobody is held accountable for not recycling things that can be recycled or for putting things in the wrong bin. Households sort waste far more efficiently, he said, when there are systems in place where bins can only be opened with special cards, or even with the much-loathed porta-a-porta door-to-door system that was piloted in neighborhoods like San Andreu, where only certain kinds of waste can be left outside buildings on certain days. And at the end of the day, not only is this far more sustainable and better for the environment, but it's also cheaper for all of us. Is this what we'll all have to do sooner or later? Thanks very much for that, Christina. We heard from Juan Cañellas at the Punt Verde, the Green Point in Barcelona and Sands, and Pascual Calafel from the Barcelona Metropolitan Area Authority. Christina, one thing there, you said that this Porta a Porta, this door-to-door scheme was much loathed. Uh, they weren't into it. Well, I mean, I know in the San Andreu district in Barcelona where they, this was po- piloted, um, people were very angry, or, or at least the people who were angry were very vocal about it. It's kind of hard to gauge, you know, percentages of like who's in favor, who's not, but yeah. people weren't happy. Yeah. And what's the issue? What's the problem? Um, well, people complained that it was really smelly just to have like bags outside of their buildings. And they said it would, you know, bring in rats and other like unwanted infestations and it was just a mess. Nevertheless, yeah. it's in place. It's it's in place. They didn't manage yeah. to, to stop it. Neighbors, yeah. those neighbors who were against. Yeah. And just to explain if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about. I mean, the norm here is that every street has bins that you can fill up and they get taken away every day. So the the porta porta, the door to door where they only come at certain times. It's a bit of a cultural change as well, you know, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the smart bins, like, how does that work? That's interesting. Yeah, I think it's 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 a kind of bins that just open if you've got a card or some identifier, you know, so that the bin will know whether you are recycling and whether you're doing your work yeah. as a you know a, as a person. Your civic duty. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if if you are doing it well, the bin will realize somehow, and <laughs> it'll and, shame you. <laughs> exactly. Or it'll shame you the if you're not is, doing it well. The bin is watching you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they, they'll they know what you're throwing away, basically. Okay. Okay, so that's an idea that's kind of, you know, being talked about a lot now at the minute. Another thing that they're trying, Christina, is offering people discounts on their water bills in order to get them to recycle more. Yeah, so it's not exactly on your water bill, but it's a tax, a metropolitan like waste management tax that is 
on your water bill, but not related to the water. Okay. So if you have this card, which you can apply for online or in person at, at any of the Pumbers, um, every time you go to Pumber, you can show the card. And um, if you go, I think it's either 14 or 15 times in the same year, you will get this discount. And it's only up to 14%. And you'll see it on your next year's bill. So, I mean, it's it's small, but it's it's a way of trying to encourage people to to use this network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have a, a I, Pumped card? Well, you see, because I know, you know I live outside Barcelona, so we don't have food fairs. I wonder, but it works in the deschalerie in the in the dumper, yeah, or the yeah, recycling yeah. center. Yeah, it works um, in the entire um, metropolitan area. Okay, right. Well, I'll look into that one. Kifre, speaking of dumps. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> topic, Lord. Um, very for, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what happens with the stuff that we just kind of throw away or can't be recycled? Well, yeah, it, it is all stored, let's say, or piled up in in dumps, but they are like controlled sites. You know, it's like landfill sites, piece of land where you know they have like dug um, a massive hole. This is waterproofed so that all the you know all the liquids of waste and so on. Don't go to, to to the soil. Let's say part of the waste uh, piling up there is like generating biogas and well, some some sort of installation and so on. And basically, once it's like covered, this hole uh, full of our rubbish, our non-recyclable rubbish, this is covered again. And in theory, within weeks, that piece of field is green again, right, supposedly. Okay. But what happens? This is pretty expensive and it creates a big carbon footprint because it, it needs a lot of work and electricity to to keep that uh, running. On top of that, mm-hmm, everyone wants authorities to to remove their rubbish, but no one wants landfills in their municipality. No, that's, the <laughs> that's, thing. Yeah. that's the thing, you know. For instance, there's like a famous case in Baca Morta in, in northern Catalonia, where, um, you know, neighbors were absolutely against it, but authorities went ahead with their plans and so on. The whole thing was a bit marred by corruption, some suspicion of rigging of tenders and so on. Anyway, a court in the end said, no, this is illegal. This la- this landfill is illegal, but it was already full, you know. Uh, <laughs> so so for, for, for 14 years, this was on and 20 years later nowadays this hasn't been emptied yet right right. so yeah do you know there's actually a very similar story uh close to my hometown back home you know uh, a, a dump that was illegal and you know so these things do happen they do happen. elsewhere not just in catalonia so what authorities say is like the more we recycle the better so that we avoid landfills because you know one day we will no longer be able to fit <laughs> rubbish you yeah, know because but it's interesting what you say too about the cost as well that actually it costs more to deal with all this absolutely rubbish and landfill than you know recycling it's so it's it's you know hit your pockets if you don't recycle that's the message we need to get out there that's what the next <laughs> ad should be about yeah yeah next jingle christina we were trying to think okay we've seen a few kind of ideas how to encourage people to recycle but in Taiwan, you find they're doing something interesting? Yeah, no, there was this uh, very good recent article in the New York Times uh, talking about how they go about uh, recycling and waste collection there. And actually, there's a little 
rather than an ice cream truck, it's a, a trash truck that, that goes around town and plays a jingle around the same time every night. It's it's for Elise, the, the Beethoven song. And so everyone knows. So, you know, once you hear that, you know, it's time to go down to the street and take your trash out and everyone knows what they need to recycle, what goes where, and it's it's also a social a social gathering. So this is a place where, you know, in the 90s it used to be known as Garbage Island, and now it has one of the highest recycling rates in the world. There you go. Well, you know, on the streets here, you sometimes hear people calling, selling flyers, or like the knife sharpening stuff. Oh, yeah. So maybe yeah. we need, it's very yeah. typical from here. Maybe yeah. we need yeah. to add the a little bit of Beethoven to, to, to the mix. <laughs> yeah. Recycling parties, like recycling a, street parties. Yeah, eh? it's like a block party. You know? <laughs> now, today's podcast has been focused on kind of um, household waste and, you know, how the local authorities deal with it and all that. But there's so much more to it as well in terms of the whole circular economy and sustainability. And just to give you a few examples of some Catalan companies that we found that are doing some really interesting stuff. Uh, listen to this. Oimo is a startup founded in 2019 and they're making packaging which kind of behaves similar to plastic, but it's actually made from algae, natural sugars and vegetable oil, which means it's completely biodegradable in the sea and not toxic at all. Um, so they're making things like containers like the Bus. The stuff that normally goes in bus, yeah. on bus, bus. Uh, package, where do you go? Uh, they're making things like that now from algae and other things. And in a similar vein, there's a company called Venvirotech or something like that anyway. Uh, they've developed technology that uses a type of bacteria which feeds on organic waste to produce a new material, which again can be used instead of your normal plastic for packaging, 3D printing. And this next one as well, I love their name, Boomerang. Like, I think that's a great name for if you're involved in recycling. Absolutely, you know? yeah. <laughs> uh, Boomerang with a U, is that Catalan? Yeah, I think that's, that's the Catalan really, way yeah. of writing it. Yeah, Catalanizing the, the word a little bit. Boomerang. Uh, well, that's another Catalan company that make reusable and recyclable takeaway containers. And they say that takeaway food generates more than 20,000 tons of waste a year in Europe. Yep. Um, and yeah, and these are only companies, but there are plenty of community grassroots initiatives, you know, from community gardens. There's one by my house where people leave their compost um, to workshops where you're taught how to fix your household appliances, you know, that you'd usually just throw out. Yeah. So there, there's a lot going on. Upcycling, too. There's a little workshop near me where you can because yeah. it's all about obviously, we know before we get to recycling, you've got reduce and reuse mm -hmm. as well. So we can't forget about that. Right. Very educational here, Gifrey. And no you're going to test Christina and I on where these things go on what you've learned on what we've uh -oh. <laughs> okay fire away all right where would you you know throw away a toothpick mm. where would you put, where what bin would you put a toothpick in um trash organic I would say Organic. Organic. Oh, oh yes. no, darn it. We're not off to <laughs> okay. start. I was thinking wood. Wood doesn't go in the organic. Mm -hmm. And what about face mask? What do you think? Ah, uh, that's a good one. Um, Trash? Yeah. Trash, yeah. Yeah. Paper clips? Trash? Fumbell? <laughs> Put bed, yeah. Landfill, Put bed. straight Put to landfill. Put bed. Trash. <laughs> Trash, okay. And a pen? Pumbed, 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 pumbed. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. yes. Well, we didn't do too bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Not that bad. <laughs> if you know, if you have any questions about all this, check this website, raziduombas.cat. Okay. Our, we'll put that in our, if that's if you're living in Catalonia, we'll put that in our show notes. 
Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you can put any item, well, I guess not any item, but loads of items, and it says where it goes. Time now for our Catalan phrase. Gifrey, you've got one this week? Yeah, I'm smelling this phrase. Yeah, això fa olor a sucarrim. Això fa olor This smells of something? Of, of something getting burned. Ah, okay, so this smells of something getting burned. Okay, and what, is that? what does that mean? Uh, something looks bad. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's fishy. Fishy, fishy, yeah, something fishy. Yeah, 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 yeah. something. Yeah, but it doesn't look okay. Something, but it's quite general. You can use it. I don't know. If you see two, three bosses meeting, it might uh, smell uh, of sukarim. Something's burning. <laughs> uh, like maybe they are plotting something bad for employees. Maybe not. Fishy. fa ulo a sukarim. And that's us for today. A big thank you to everyone who spoke to us for this week's podcast. Thank you, Gifrey and Christina, for joining me today. Yeah, thanks pleasure. And thanks to you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us about anything, you can send us an email filling the sink at acn.cat or drop us a line on social media. We'll be back again with a brand new episode, as always, next Saturday. Until then, for me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, take care. Bye for now. Adeu. Thank you.